Welcome to the last 8% morning. This is JP Palu Fry. It's so great to be with you today. In today's session, are we born with a certain amount of empathy? Does empathy make us soft, unable to make the tough calls? Do women have more empathy than men? This is Empathy Week, where we will explore everything we think you need to know about empathy so it can become one of your superpowers. Let's walk. out and walking on a glorious day. If you're new to the last 8% morning, we integrate three things. Movement, going for a walk. Mindfulness, and mental training exercises that we've used for over 20 years with Olympic athletes, NFL, NBA teams, people in the Navy, individuals in different organizations, educators, people on the front line of healthcare, and we're making it available to you now. So we start by walking. So just feeling our feet on the ground, moving as we are able. And the mindfulness portion is paying attention to our belly and body. So just feel feet on the ground. Feel your, your belly rise and belly fall. Standing tall, feeling so fortunate to be out. Looking around, feeling grateful. Feeling so fortunate to be alive. We follow a BIG structure. We make our bed. If you're not sure why, you can go listen to the session on why we make our bed. Then we follow our belly and body, which is what we're doing right now, mindfully. Then we move to one of the two I's, one of the two G's. So either idea of the day or strengthening identity. Today we'll do an idea of the day because it's empathy week. And then we follow one of the two G's, gratitude, or we look at our goals for the day. So right now, just moving, feeling our legs, just paying attention to whatever it is that you feel in your legs, in your, 
You can feel your feet and ankles, your lower legs, right to your knees. Just pay attention to any physical sensations that you can detect without trying to change them. Mindfulness is paying attention on purpose, non-judgmentally, non-reactively. So just walking, just feeling our feet on the ground, our legs, belly rise and fall. Now feel your feet, your ankles, your legs, and your torso. Just tuning into any physical sensations you notice. Just being more in our body. Again, if you're a long-time listener, you'll understand why. We make emotions based on our physical sensations. If we're more tuned into what we're actually feeling, we will make less prediction errors. And if none of this makes sense, go back to the session, how we make emotions. I think you might find it fascinating. I certainly do. But just paying attention, that's what we're doing today, as we do every day. So let's now turn to our idea of the day, which is empathy. This is the first of the Empathy Week sessions. There are three beliefs of empathy. Number one, empathy is something you are born with. Number two, women biologically have more empathy than men. And number three, if we are too empathetic, we will become soft and will not be able to make the tough calls or have the hard conversations required to be effective. We will not be able to stand up for ourselves or our beliefs or be a strong leader or manager. So let's take a look at each of these beliefs. Empathy is something we are born with. Well, for a long time, we have believed that empathy, like IQ or personality, is a trait, something that you cannot necessarily change. And what we now know is that while genetics play a role, it decides where you start from in each of these qualities, not where you end up. A great way to think about empathy is as a muscle, something that the more you do, the more you work at it, the stronger it becomes. In fact, it is more like three muscles. We have three different types of empathy, and it's important to actually understand each one. First of all, there's emotional empathy. This is when I can feel the emotions you are experiencing, the distress you are feeling. That's number one. Number two is cognitive empathy. This is when I can understand what you are thinking. What is wrong and why? And finally, number three, there is compassion, which is concern for what you are feeling and a desire for your well-being to improve. Importantly, there are three different brain systems that kind of support each of these muscles of empathy. And interestingly, people with autism on the spectrum 
struggle with one of the three muscles of empathy. That is, understanding the cognitive part of empathy. What other people's specific distress or challenge is. So they struggle to have cognitive empathy, but they do not lack emotional empathy. They can feel the distress others are feeling, and they can have a desire for it to get better or compassion. Psychopaths are a bit different. Again, um, perfectly able to understand what others may feel. That is, they have cognitive empathy, but they struggle with feeling the emotions others are feeling. They lack emotional empathy. So it's important to kind of understand the three different parts, especially as we go about trying to develop empathy. There's an irony, though, when we think about developing empathy, is that if you believe that empathy is a trait, not malleable, then you end up correct, at least for your own experience. In other words, if you believe you cannot change your empathy, that it is inborn, you will not increase your empathy. There's good research on this. And so it actually helps to have a growth mindset around seeing empathy more as a muscle, more as a skill than a trait. And in fact, it is. So that helps too. Number two, women biologically have more empathy than men. That's the second belief most people have. This is incorrect. Men and women do not differ in their ability to detect other people's emotions. In other words, they start out biologically equal. The difference is in social norms. Women have come through their life uh, hearing various messages. The key part of that message is to value empathy. And they have learned to value empathy more than men. And so they have chosen to use and develop empathy more than men. In general, these are all, of course, in general. Men have been taught a different lesson. And so, again, in general, do not value empathy to the same degree, have not developed empathy like women have. So same aptitude for empathy, but different levels of development. Maya Angelou said, I think we all have empathy. We may not have enough courage to display it. So number three, if we are too empathetic, this is the next belief, the third belief. If we are too empathetic, we will go soft and will not be able to make the tough calls or have the hard conversations required to be effective. This is patently incorrect. It is important to remember that empathy merely means that we are trying to understand other people better. It does not speak to the action we then take afterward. Empathy does not mean we are condoning someone's beliefs or actions. What we do after we understand is different and shouldn't be misunderstood. This is, I think, a really important distinction. You can spend lots of time trying to understand someone and still be strong in your actions after you understand them better about what's going on. In fact, it can help us form a better response. So empathy is not about people pleasing. It's not about being a pushover. Instead, empathy is the ability to understand what someone is feeling and the impact we might have on them and then choosing our action with the nuance of that information. And it turns out that it matters to have this nuance of information. So, you know, why do we want to grow empathy? Well, I think a lot of people are told, well, you want to grow empathy because it's, you know, nicer for others. It's good for others. Well, I'm not disputing that, but I think 
most people miss a really key part of what empathy can do, which is help ourselves. We gain when we have more empathy. And look, I'm not saying we don't want to do it for other people, but I I sometimes think if we start with, hey, what's the value for us in developing empathy? Then maybe we will be more motivated to develop empathy. Let me give you some of the research, and there's a ton of research. First of all, we become happier and less stressed. We become less depressed when we are more empathetic. Why is this? Mostly because we become less self-referential, less focused on ourselves. So that's obviously a pretty positive one. But there's a whole bunch of others around work. We become better negotiators. Why? Because we find ways that meet other people's needs and still meet our own. We are better at keeping relationships. And we do better in growing our careers. It makes sense that these two go together because relationship building mediates a lot of our career success. If we are a physician, our patients listen to us more closely if we are more empathetic, and they will follow our instructions more closely as well, more compliance. This increases the efficacy of treatment. You know, our patients do better. If we are a manager, our employees will call in, get this one, less sick. You know, they're sick less often if we are more empathetic. If we are more empathetic, in our partner or spouse relationship, our partners will be happier and we will have a more happy and successful relationship. It goes on and on. If we're in sales, in a study of L'Oreal salespeople, the best empathizers sold nearly $100,000 more per year than their colleagues. If we are a waiter and we are more empathetic, we, near, we earn almost 20% more in tips. If we are a debt collector and we have more empathy, we will recover twice as much debt. Finally, It makes us more adaptable, which I think in this day and age is really important. Did you know that over 100,000 years ago, there were actually five medium-sized mammals like ourselves roaming the earth? We were no smarter than the others. We had no inherent IQ or physical advantage. But what made all the difference, according to researchers, is that we had empathy where others did not. And so we could collaborate and work together better than the others. Because we could work better with others, we could adapt more quickly and more effectively to the changing conditions. And we survived and thrived. It's the same, I think, in our organizations today. Organizations who have cultures where empathy is part of the norm are cultures that adapt far quicker. It makes sense. There's higher sharing of information. People are more willing to take a risk when they feel that others will be empathetic towards them. You know, I always ask this question. Is somebody in your organization feeling comfortable to offer a perfectly horrible idea? And if they are, then there's going to be more innovation, more creativity. But that only happens if they feel that others are empathetic towards them, or you know, if they feel psychologically safe to offer this idea. But it's not just in organizations. It's in any group of people. So, you know, obviously others gain if we are more empathetic. And we care about this. I certainly care about this. But do not miss that in so many ways we gain as well. And I think if we understand this, we can kind of upset the usual reasons why people think empathy is something, you know, soft and squishy and not very useful for us to focus on. Because it is surely not. There is such value to empathy. 
And in this Empathy Week, we are going to work hard at helping you grow your empathy. For today, the biggest thing I want you to walk away with is that you don't need to settle for whatever level you are currently at. Empathy is something that is a muscle that with real intention and commitment can be developed. It can become one of your superpowers. So, walking, feeling our body, feeling our feet on the ground, standing tall, feeling motivated to think about growing empathy for us, for others. Feel our belly rise and fall. Now moving to our goals. What do you want to get done today? What are three key objectives for the day? Three goals. Think about what really matters. If I could get these three things done, wow, it'll really help. Again, feeling our body, feeling our feet on the ground. thinking about how we can develop ourselves. And I think with all that's going on in the world, this is a time where having a little bit more empathy, being a bit more kind, tuning into how others are feeling can really make a difference in all of the different groups in which we are part of our families our organizations, our communities. And I think it's especially important as we are going back to the office, as we are adapting to the different change in front of us, that we remember that people have lots of different reasons for why they are reluctant, let's say, to go back to the office or have different reasons for any behavior or decision they make. And for us to really try to understand where they're coming from will help in so many ways. And that's what we're going to continue to work on the rest of the week. So let's take this energy into the day. Have a wonderful day.